It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby, joined by my good friend, co-host Michael Pappas. Hello, sir. Hello. Big news. We kind of predicted it a little bit, teased it a little bit yesterday. Auburn landing another massive human being. Before we jump into that and some other things and kind of excitement for Auburn football moving forward, want to give a shout out to our friends at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off of your first box. Once again, BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first box box man big news happening yesterday big news huge news i think so i think so large both in stature and in impact Mm -hmm. jaden roberts no 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 not where we need to start today uh we got to start with t will i thought that's where you were going i'm a little surprised that's not where you were going we're starting with that we have to start with that i mean that that's the biggest thing that happened yesterday let's be honest it really is i mean just from like every perspective, it's the biggest. Uh, I guess he's probably not the biggest human that happened yesterday. Okay. But, I mean, what T-Will did will live on forever. You think so? Or at least a few months. Well, nothing on the internet dies, so yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be, it is. It, it, it's the single greatest tweet, video, Twitter video. It, it may be. I quote tweeted it and said that this was the um, the best tweet that I've ever seen. Uh, let me see if I can patch it through the board here. We'll just play. We'll just play the full thing. We do not own this. This is Coach T. Will, Coach Travis Williams, Auburn linebacker coach. He he, he brought the sauce. Uh, let's see here. Here it is. Here it is. I'm back in the game. You know my name before coaching. I still was T. Will, though. And people be talking like they bought that life, but I went out and did it for real, though. They said I was small, but I knew I can ball. I hit the grind and I gave it my all. 2004, I was OSEC because none of those thoughts cannot measure a dog. Had one just like me. His name was Deshaun. People told me that he wasn't the one. He ain't said nothing. He just got the bus one. When he made a tackle, you hit that bum bum. Can't forget Chandler Woo Woo. He a beast. Oh, and Papo, he's a physical freak. We got a safety. His last name is Monday, but you can get Smoking he dead a week. Man, like they talk about ricochet. In the iron bowl, he made the biggest play. He took that pick six hundred yards. I thought Kobe was finna run to the A. KJ Brick coulda ran to the bank. Coulda went to the lead, but he chose to stay. Coulda got drafted. They say he was tripping, but you don't leave early when you on a mission. See, when you Auburn mate, man, it is different. Ask Marlon Davidson, ask Derrick Brown. You can ask Warren, the smallest man on the field, but who helmet end up on the ground? Coming this fall, we want it all. They asking why we so focused. We got something nobody else got. Five letters, two words. Bo, Nick, it's not really approved. Got something that no one else got. Five letters, two words. Bo, Nick. Let's go, baby. Oh, I'm so hyped. Ah. Yeah, I'm glad we started with that. I'm fired up now. I was kind of tired. I'm not anymore. I'm ready to run through a freaking oh wall. my God. There are so many lines there that are good. Um, no Roger McCreary love. A little upset about that. Uh, but pretty much everybody else got a shout out. Yeah. I mean, mostly the linebackers. And, and Bo. Since he's the linebackers coach, I think yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Ran through the big four. I think um, 
one, love that he led off with um, with Wooten because I think mm. he's talked about the least, especially with us. We're yeah. a little guilty of that too. Um, that kind of just shows how loaded they are. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of the forgotten guy there at linebacker. Right. Um, Owen Papo, physical freak. I feel like we say that all the time because I think Gramps, a, baby. Gramps. Gramps. I think that is a very, um, very apt description of Owen Papo that he's a physical freak. I love that he points out that KJ Britt could have gone to the league. Mm-hmm. Um, love that uh, Auburn is on a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean's the smallest guy on the field, but look. Worm. Who, yeah, he says yeah, worm. worm. And, uh, but look whose helmet was on the ground. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Let's talk about Ricochet. <laughs> Ugh, just an absolute banger. I need, I need two more verses in a hook. That's gonna turn into a thing, right? I need two more verses in a hook right now. <laughs> My God, T. Will. Yeah, I mean that that is money in the bank, and you're seeing, uh, you're seeing. I mean, it's making its rounds on Twitter. You're seeing recruits tweet about it. And it's like, yo, nobody else can do this. I'm gonna go to Auburn. <laughs> so we got to get him in the studio to record it for real. Um, that'd be awesome. Can we do that? I doubt Kirk Sampson would let us do that. Dang. Yeah, that's all right, though. All right, can we talk about the big news now, or you want to keep... You I don't keep know, man. I, I just keep replaying in my head. Five letters, two words, Bo Nix. Yeah, we need to work that into the uh, the open somehow. Yeah, you know, Bo's got to change his Twitter bio to just five letters, two words. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean... Just a absolute banger from T. Will yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He, that's strong. That's strong. All right. Get, can I can I hit the actual yeah, news yeah, now? We can okay. Move on. All right. Jane Roberts. Um, he he decided to choose Auburn yesterday out of North Shore High School in Houston, Texas. Um, yeah, six five, three hundred and forty pound guard, extremely athletic, moves very well for his size, uh, especially just I mean with his junior tape. So that's uh, that's exciting to see. Actually, I think a lot of I read somewhere that no one can really find his junior tape because I believe he played tackle his junior year this last season. So I think a lot of the stuff that you're seeing is actually from his sophomore season, which is even more promising. Especially because most of the time sophomores do not play in 6A high school football in Texas. It's like a sophomore playing in 7A high school football here in Alabama. Well, that's what what happens with his quarterback. His quarterback, uh, Demetrius Davis, who, Mm -hmm. who picked Auburn last week. So... It's crazy. I know we joke about you and your love for Texas all the time on this podcast, but Auburn has some mad love for Texas right now, and it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got these two guys um, that Chad Morris and Bicknell have gotten uh, from the same high school in North Shore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you look at Chad Morris brought in uh, the tight end in this recruiting class, the 2020 class, Frazier. Yeah, Brandon Frazier. Yep. And then... Uh, they got two more guys that I think we talked about yesterday. The guys from the Brockermeyer from, brothers yep. from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Chad Morris and Jack Bicknell, man, they are flexing those recruiting muscles right now. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. And so that's uh, that's very exciting. And so you look at it. I mean, Auburn has had such a hard time recruiting offensive linemen, specifically tackles. You know, Jane mm-hmm. Roberts is is going to play guard at the next level. Certainly looks like it. And with six five three forty, I think that makes sense. But now. What I think it was two weeks ago, they had zero offensive lineman commits, and now they have four, and it's four big ones with Jaden Roberts, and then you got Caleb Johnson, 6'7", 295, the four-star out of Ocala, and his teammate at Trinity Catholic at Ocala, three-star Garner Langlow, who is 6'7", 270, and then the fourth guy, Jamarian Gooch, 6'7", 358 pounds 
out of Seymour, Tennessee. I mean, this is um it means they average over six foot six. Yeah. Probably like just below six foot seven. That's that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's a massive recruiting tool. Like let's say they didn't have Davis on campus, right? Or or let's say they didn't have him committed. You know, I think about a scene from I mean, Blue Mountain State, which is just a ridiculous show. But in one scene, they're trying to recruit a quarterback, and um, the current quarterback gets the five offensive linemen and has them stand next to each other and is like, look at these guys. Like, this is who is going to be protecting you at the next level Mm -hmm. if you come to school here. Like, just look at the size of them. Look, I mean, like... They're, these guys are all just absolutely massive human beings. What do you think the sales pitch is? Because it's clearly different than what it has been over the last few years. Did Auburn just get unlucky? Because it seems like they got they got like second or third on a lot of big-time mm-hmm. offensive line recruits. And obviously in recruiting, second does nothing for you. You might as well just not be in it at all. Do you think the sales pitch is different? You got a new offensive line coach. you know, So obviously there's going to be something different there. What do you think the difference is? Um, I'm not because playing time's always been a thing. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not like they suddenly got a, an easier path to the field. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, the qualifications of the previous line coach, like his coaching history, or whatever. But I'm, but for Jack Bicknell, we talked about it when he got hired. I mean, he's been around the SEC. He's mm-hmm. been in the NFL. He's put guys into the NFL. He knows what it takes to get there. Um, I, maybe that's part of it. Maybe he's just a more likable guy. Who knows? Uh, when it comes down to with a lot of these guys is very, very minuscule. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, it, yeah, it comes down to Auburn and Tennessee or Auburn and Alabama or Auburn and Georgia. And it just seems like there's been this crazy, unlucky run where Auburn has just not been able to get any of these tackles. And so they've got some guys now. Now I'm wondering, and you and I were talking about this earlier, Michael, you know, you mentioned the Brockermeyer brothers that, you know, four-star mm-hmm. center, top center in the country Cut down his final four. Auburn is on there. Twin brother, five-star offensive tackle. And it's being reported that both those guys probably want to play together in the next level. So possibly a package deal there. I wonder how much other top offensive linemen would want to come. I mean, if I'm a tackle and I look at the guys that are already signed, it's like, dang. That just makes your path to playing a little bit tougher. But then again, like, do you want somebody, even a part of your class, it's like, that afraid of competition. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's that. And there's also, you know, two of the guys that are signed as tackles, Zach. One of them is 6'7, 270. One of them is 6'7, 360, I think. I mean, neither of those are playing weights. Uh, That's I, true. They've obviously got a year uh, to fix that, I guess, before they'll be well, in and, competition and, well, at I, all. I, oh, probably more than that, right? They got their senior year mm-hmm. and then. I think the JUCO tackles that are already on campus are going to have a solid chance to, to play this year. And so they're probably coming back. And so, like, they're probably not going to be – these guys aren't going to be competing until their sophomore year. I mean, they've got two years to change their bodies. Yeah, but if this – if these five-star – you know, a five-star tackle, you know, he might think, well, if I can get in – Get get on campus. I might be able to play right away, mm-hmm. and then the other guy has to get a red shirt to fix his body, and that can be like my chance to to step up, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's got to be a little like, do I really want to go somewhere where they already have four, or they've already signed three offensive tackles, and, and they're big guys, like we said, like a, a guy who's six seven. It's tough to move that guy into guard. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's a massive human being to try to move to guard. Especially when the quarterback that he's blocking for, Demetrius Davis, is not the tallest guy in the world. So that, that's something you got to think about for sure. Hey, wanna, you know, we talk about all the time. We, uh, we love our friends at Fetch Me. Mm-hmm. We talked about how June is National Fetcher Appreciation Month. Yep. But they, uh, they have a Fetcher of the Month that they announced yesterday, Harrison uh, and, and the guys over at Fetch Me. Uh, Michael is his name. Mike joined the squad at the start of COVID. And over the last two months, he has delivered over 400 orders to people throughout the Auburn Opelika community. That is awesome. That's a ton of order. I mean, goodness gracious. And he has, a, I think it's cool that they keep track of the stat mm-hmm. over at Fetch Me, but I think it just kind of puts an emphasis on how important the experience is to their users. But he has an on-time percentage of over 92%. And so whenever whenever they order, they give you an estimated time. So I assume he gets there before that time, 92% of the time, which is that's awesome. So that's over a, over 400 yeah. orders, 400 deliveries in the last two months, and he's been on time for 92% of them. That's, that, is, that is incredible. So congrats to him. Congrats to Mike. Um, and, yeah, so place an order through Fetch Me, and you may, get a, you may get Mike, but you'll definitely get a great fetcher from Fetch Me that, um, that will take care of you. So use promo code uh, FETCHME20 for your first delivery free. Or use promo code 25OFF, 25OFF for 25OFF your order, which is incredible. Uh, $25. I I assume, right? Not- I don't know what else it would be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, use promo code FETCHME20 or 25OFF in the free Fetch Me Delivery app or at FetchMeDelivery.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Michael. So looking at this class now, and once again, you know, we, we were going to talk about some uh, some national recruiting stuff today, but our guest um, our guest fell through, which is okay. We'll get him back on at some point. But looking forward now, you kind of wonder what Auburn is focusing on. You're seeing you're seeing some receivers tweet out some things, some exciting things. I mean, we heard when Demetrius Davis committed to Auburn that it was going to kind of be a domino effect, and so you've seen that with the offensive line. We haven't really seen it with skill positions yet, and I I just have a feeling in my gut that that's going to fall next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that just kind of makes sense because it sounds like there, there's rumblings. I mean, people want to play with Demetrius Davis. Yeah, I, I've heard the same thing. Absolutely. I mean, getting a quarterback is obviously very important. He's yeah. a guy you kind of build your class around. Um, but also, you know, in that 2010 doc, you hear a story from Trevon Reed where he said that um, he and Michael Dyer and a couple other guys were on campus for a visit, and Cam Newton, who was a quarterback recruit at the time, straight up told them, if you come to school here, we will win a national championship. They're right. And, like, it's hard not to hear that from the guy who's going to be your starting quarterback and be like, I want to play with that guy. And, and, you know, I don't know how high Davis's confidence is. I don't know if he's, you know, got that, that the Cam Newton confidence. And I don't even want to make the comparison on the field at all. But he's a guy who's a proven winner. Mm-hmm. He did it in high school. 
continues to do it in high school. I bet he does it a senior year as well. And so, is, I mean, absolutely. Skill positions, we, they've got the running back Armani Goodwin, so I don't know how much more you'll see out of the running back position, but... If you do, it'll probably be like a Sean Shivers type guy, like more mm-hmm. of a gadget projection type guy than, you know, just a feature back, you would think. Yeah, and so we'll see. We don't know about the the three-star athlete, athlete whose name I can't pronounce. Jarvarish. Yeah, uh, we don't know if he's going to be a wide receiver or not. He might be. It looks um, like he's going to be. Chad Morris recruited him, so I think that makes sense. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you, though. I, I have a feeling we're going to start seeing some more recruits rolling. Right, so with, uh, with the addition now, Auburn is, I believe, 18. They jumped from 25 to 18 in rivals, and on 247... They jump from, I believe it was 25. They're up to 21 now. So that, that's kind of around where they are. Fifth in the SEC. And we've talked about this before. If they stay at fifth in the SEC, that'll be a, a top 10 class. Yeah, they'll so. be like number seven in the country. <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, speaking of 247, uh, I took advantage of this earlier today. I'm not going to lie to you. And we're not partners with them or anything. I just think they provide great content. And if you listen to the show, you'll love the stuff that they do. Um, but it's like 75% off if you buy a annual deal with 247 right now. And so I bought a year's worth of coverage, access to their coverage for like $22 for the full year this morning. So definitely do that. Definitely do that. That's a solid deal. Yeah. Sweet. All right. We'll, uh, we'll touch on some more things coming up in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Michael, we're friends with Painter Sharpless. We work with him here at the Auburn Network. He uh, on, on Locked On Ole Miss today. Guess who his guest is? Me. It's me. It's me. I should have known it wasn't me based on the fact that uh, we didn't record anything. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, Auburn. Auburn's third opponent this year is Ole Miss. And I think that's an interesting game, just kind of chit-chatting with him about it. And you can hear the full conversation to search Locked On Ole Miss wherever you get your podcast. But it's following that North Carolina matchup in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, they take on Ole Miss, which three games into the season, there'll only be two games worth of film. Mm-hmm. With Lane Kiffin, it's like, is that a trap game at all to you? Or do you think just from a talent standpoint, Auburn's got it? Uh, it's definitely one you have to be worried about. You you just yeah. don't know. Like Auburn should be able to take care of it. Yeah. But like Lane Kiffin, like if, he, if somebody's going to do it. Right, and, exactly. Yeah, and, and they've, you know, the defense, they've got plenty of film to go off of from Lane's coaching career for the defense. And obviously they, Gus played against him when they were, when Lane was at Alabama, but it's going to be totally different, though, right? I mean, I agree. You just don't have the toys like Amari Cooper at, and, at Ole Miss. It, well, and when you drop down to a lower level like that, Lane Kiffin has done interviews where, you know, he said that they sat in their first recruiting meeting and would watch film, and he'd be like, no, we don't want to go anywhere near that guy. And then the other coaches on his staff have to be like, you know, Lane, you have to reset your expectations. Like, you're at FAU now. And so for me, it's like, well, he probably had to do that with his playbook also. Mm-hmm. Because you know you can't rely on just okay this guy's got to win his one on one matchup, and I'd love to be like oh no worries going into that Ole Miss game but 
Yeah. Same thing with Mississippi State. I know that one is not the same week. And I'm almost more concerned about that one just because it's like other people run similar stuff that Lane Kiffin does. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the SEC is going to look like what Mississippi State does. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to implement the Mike Leach offense year one without his guys. I think it's going to take time to establish that, but... They have an on, if they just have an on week. I mean, it's gonna be. Dude, I'm very concerned about Mississippi State this year. Even yeah, oh yeah, really? Because I mean, you don't really see great wide receivers come out of those air raid offenses, right? We haven't really gotten one out of Baylor. Corey mm-hmm. Coleman did not pan out. We haven't really seen an incredible big wide receiver come out of Texas Tech when Josh Gordon was pretty good, by the way, at Baylor. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll give you Josh Gordon. But okay. uh, one, in all of Mike Leach's years and all of his kind of coaching trees years, I mean... Michael Crabtree wasn't very good? Crabtree was, yeah, there with Leach. Okay, two, whatever. We can nitpick all day if we want to, but... I wish Washington State had one, but I just can't think yeah, of one right I mean, now. And even under Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, they didn't really have one. And, and like... So it's, I just think it's mostly about quarterback. And Mike Leach needs a very cerebral quarterback to be, um, to be his quarterback. And when it comes down to it, if you're about to give me the guy who just come, came out of USC that everyone loved because he was Graham Harrell's offense, I'm going to freak out. All right. I, I'm not. I'm seeing if there's any good Washington State receivers that I didn't realize I went to Washington State, but there's not. So, um, so I'm just it's mostly about the quarterbacks. And we've seen the last three, four, five guys at Washington State have put up these huge gaudy numbers mm-hmm. because they, you know, are, are these cerebral guys. And Mike Leach relies on them to make changes at the line of scrimmage. And he's brought one in now from Stanford, who the guy just graduated from Stanford. He's obviously a pretty bright guy, and we know he can throw the ball really well. And then I believe Kylan Hill's coming back. Desmond Patman? Got drafted out of Washington State this year, sixth round to the Colts. So, yeah, you're right. I mean... I get the point you're trying to make, and I, I, I agree with you. So and, so, and like you said, no one else in the SEC runs that offense. Like, yeah, it's and, concerning. And like, I think that's something that Arkansas should have done, especially once they moved on from Chad Morris, was get something like Mississippi State. Like, you're not going to have... One, you're probably not going to have a damn mullen fall into your lap again. Mm-hmm. And then two, you're not going to have a more talented team most years than most of the people that you play in the conference. So you need something where you have to just hope somebody prepares for you incorrectly. Like what Georgia tech used to do with uh, you know, the, you know, flex bone triple. And then yeah, like what, what Leach is going to do in Mississippi state. It makes sense. It makes sense. Cause Mississippi state's not going to be good most years as far as talent goes. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, if you can win a game, you're not supposed to or two, just because somebody doesn't know how to defend the air raid or you can like execute a mismatch or something like that. I think it makes a ton of sense in the conference. Yeah. I'm actually very concerned about Garrett Schrader helming that Mississippi state offense in two years. Cause like, obviously you've got his experience playing as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He'll probably redshirt this year sitting behind. I wish I remembered the guy's name from Stanford. Okay. God, it's going to just eat away at me. Um, he was very good at Stanford and then I believe got injured last season. And so then he grad transferred to Mississippi State. And then, the then you know, Schrader will have the full year to learn the offense. Is it K.J. Costello? Yes, K.J. Okay. Costello. Costello. Okay. And then you'll 
so Schrader will have the whole year to learn the, learn the offense, and then his junior season or his redshirt sophomore season, he'll come out again. And you know the guy's super athletic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's yeah, that kind of scares me a little bit. But we'll see. Well, and we know how dangerous quarterbacks can be in that air raid offense. I mean, look at what Pat Mahomes was able to do at Texas Tech. He threw for like a billion yards. Yeah, no, I get it. And I get it. The list goes on. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Where can people find you, friends? Follow me on Twitter. All right. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. And follow the show on Instagram at Locked On Auburn. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Five letters, two words, Bo Nix. Oh, that actually worked really well. It's the turned Locked up. On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.